We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So to Knicks Nation, CP the Franchise here, and I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. Oakley's changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Oakley even offers prism lens technology. What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do. So head on over to oakley.com and do your own research. And while you're at it, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there's really more than meets the eye. Don't trust me. Try it for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you Oakley's not only the best looking, but it's the best quality out there. I've been rocking Oakley since I was in high school, so I definitely know how they get down. Head on over to Oakley.com for more information today. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Salute to NBA Nation on this Wednesday night. Game three is in the books. We were wondering if they were going to fight back, if they were going to clap back, if they were going to get back to their game, and that they did. Game three goes to the Denver Nuggets, 109-94, to a masterclass from the big two in Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray combining for 64 points and 31 rebounds. You put it in the hands of your stars, and they delivered, man, a sensational game by the Nuggets Big Two as they now pull to within two games of hoisting up that Larry O'Brien trophy, man. They go down to South Beach for game three and smack fire out of the heat, especially in that second half, man. CP the franchise, Alex Chitaros on the ones and twos. Call us up with your thoughts on this game, man. 657-383-1509 is the number to call. And let's get into it, man. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. This is the NBA Report post-game live. Number one show for the fans by the fans. All right, Al. We were wondering 
how they would come out in game three. And we both predicted that uh, they would get their mojo back. And uh, Jokic is Jokic, unstoppable force, 41 and 10 in game two. You had to figure the same in game three. But it was really Jamal Murray for me, bro, that had to really get back into a groove. You know, a lot of people looked at it and said, oh, 18 and 10 in game two. It was fine, but he needed to be better. He needed to be a lot better. And Mm -hmm. in this game, he had about 18 points in the first half. Just absolutely cooking. And, you know, just just having an elite shot maker like that with Jamal Murray, man. 12 of 22 from the floor. Three is six from downtown. Ten assists. Ten boards. uh, Both guys in a triple-double. 34 points for Jamal Murray. Plus 14 on the night. I mean, what can you say, man? His shot making was incredible. Jokic and Murray in their two-man game were destroying the heat. You know, one of one of my my keys in this game was going to be if they got Bam onto Murray on the switch, how would Murray handle it? Well, he handled it just fine. He just he destroyed Bam and pretty much everybody in his wake, man. And then for Jokic, 32 for Jokic, 21 boards, 10 assists, a brilliant triple-double for him. It just seemed like he was just dominating. He was having his way with anybody at any time, killing it from the middle of the floor, the touch around the rim, you know, finding his guys, finding the cutters. This was the Denver offense. You know, this was the Denver offense, man. The Okich and Murray were, were absolutely dynamic tonight and uh, and took this one for their team in game three, man. What were your thoughts on it? Tonight, man, you hit it, <clears throat> you hit it on the head. Look, Jokic and Murray were the top two guys in this showing. Uh, you saw how Jokic, he, Jokic didn't attack. It was Murray that, that, that swung first, right, for the Nuggets. Yeah. He comes out with eight points. You see, like, it's ten points. First ten points, it went straight to Murray. Jokic did what we discussed earlier today, CP. He was a facilitator. He got everybody else involved, even though we didn't see anything from KCP. MPJ, really, from this game, yeah. it was really the bench. Once those guys left and the bench came in, especially Christian Brown, like, he was just going off, man. The bench unit did a good job the first half. Christian Brown stole the show uh, in the second half. But, look, you needed a big performance from Jamal Murray. He did that triple-double, man, from your big two. That's crazy. Um, but I thought it was a good performance from them. Honestly, what was really the change for me for this entire game was the third quarter, the Miami Heat didn't really have an offense. Yeah. They went quiet, man. They, they quiet. didn't really play with a purpose. They didn't really have an idea of what they wanted to do, how they wanted to get their shots. And you had, because of that, plus Denver playing good defense, plus Denver getting into rhythm offensively, what we were so used to them doing, which is everyone's cutting a lot of off-ball movement, a lot of motions within that action. Look, Denver was just able to come away with this game, especially in the third quarter, and Miami could not fight their way back. Question is, can Miami figure out what to do for game four and get their offense going? And really, when I look at this game, I look at Jimmy Butler, man. Because when you hear the when you hear the name, when you hear the moniker, playoff Jimmy, right? I'm expecting a guy to just go ballistic and do everything possible to keep their team within this game. Yeah, he had 28 points, to me, and he went 11 for 24. But it was a quiet 28, man. Like, if you're going to have that moniker, I'm expecting you in the third quarter when your team is looking for life, for energy, you just got to go supernova. Like, we saw what he did against the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And for that, you know, I look at him. Uh, Bam did his thing tonight. 
But outside of that, man, I think you need more from Jimmy if you're going to compete with these two. Uh, and maybe if you're Spolstra, is Tyler Hero starting to look healthy, man? Because tonight, tonight, <laughs> so this is where the series. This is where the series turns, man. This is where the series starts to turn. It, it very well could, man. But with the Heat, it's it's just remember when we did our pregame show today. I would one of the things I said was that if the Heat can't hit their threes, you're gonna need a Herculean effort from Butler. You know, even as 28, it was good. But when you look at what they did from three tonight, 31% from three, 11 to 35. The usual heroes gave Vincent Max Struess two for 10 tonight, right? Butler one for four from downtown. Uh, mm-hmm. Robinson was three for six, but two of his came in desperation in the fourth quarter. Caleb Martin two for five. Kyle Lowry one for four. They didn't get enough threes tonight to really carry them, especially when you when you got Jokic and, and Murray combined for 64, or, or what, what was it, 65 points that they combined for? So, six. I'm sorry, 66, put some respect on the name, 66 points. Miami needed more from three. They couldn't get it. Struce, Vincent, some of the heroes in game two, and Vincent, all series, uh, they just weren't there. Vincent got into foul trouble very early in this game. The the refs were all over the place, very inconsistent with their calls. And as you said, I agree with you. I just thought they they lost their flow in that second half offensively. It just didn't seem like they came out with enough pop. They weren't moving the ball as they typically would. They weren't running a lot of pick-and-roll actions. You know, they were settling for one, two passes and getting a shot up. And give credit to Denver because Denver really kept Miami off of the offensive glass. I mean, if you look at the numbers, Nuggets are dominating on the boards, 58-33. to Dominating by plus 25 on the night. And holding the Miami Heat to, uh, how many second chance points did they have here? It was it was small amount. When I checked, it was at least, it was at, at about five. I held them to seven, seven second chance points for Miami. So uh, Denver really got after it on the glass. Obviously, Jokic accounting for twenty one of those fifty eight rebounds. Uh, but Miami really couldn't get into a flow, and then really couldn't get those second chance opportunities to get their offense some life. Combine that with the fact that they didn't shoot the ball all too well from three, and it was a Butler yeah. and Jimmy show. Six points for Love. Seven for Vincent, who has been a hero for them this this thus far, and only three for Struess. So that was big. Caleb Martin, he he got his ten off the bench, which is fine, but they needed a little bit more from Vincent Struess, you know, Robinson, who was who's big in game two, and and those guys those guys just didn't bring it. But as you said, on the flip side, Christian Brown, unsung mm. hero, man, what a dog tonight, what a dog, Christian Brown, man, he had. Uh, 15 points, seven of eight from the field, four rebounds. You know, it's only going to say a plus two on the night, but that's why. That's why. Oh, nah, it's much bigger than that. Yeah, you you can't get into the plus minus too too heavy, man, because that kid had his his fingerprints all over this game. I thought he was great tonight. Absolutely sensational. Fantastic. The energy that he brought, man. Whew, you just felt it. Yeah. The 15 point. Honestly, the 15 points felt like 30 by the way he was playing. And when you watch just how he cuts, man, there is a just a physicality, a tenaciousness when you watch him play. CP, he took eight shots tonight. One was from three. Yeah. The other yeah, seven. And, 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 and it hit the side of the backboard. Yeah, no, nah, it was a terrible <laughs> three. Terrible three. Terrible yeah. three. But the other seven came around the rim. 
because that's he was just to finish it tonight, man. And all on the left, like it was like center, left side. But man, the fact that he's able to cut down the lane, you can just find him constantly moving. That's what you that's what this Nuggets team is known for on offense. And Brown has just really bought into what Mike Malone wants this team to be. And you see whether it's Jokic, Murray, whoever can find him. And that's the stuff that you need out of the bench player. And thanks to him, man. Let me tell you something. KCP, MPJ, better be writing him a thank you. Because those guys, they they did not show up for another game where they're desperately needed. You know, we talked about earlier today, you need KCP to be knocking down some threes. You better be writing Christian Brown some some thank you cards because this man helped you stay alive. Because if if he didn't have this performance, we're not really looking for Brown to have that type of performance. Yeah, we're looking for we're looking for the other two guys I just mentioned. You don't get this performance, eh, this game goes the completely opposite way. Absolutely, because if you look at it, the Nuggets. When I talk about the Heat's uh, three point shooting or the lack there was, Nuggets only shot twenty seven percent from downtown, but it was a sixty points in the paint, of which I had to think Jokic and Murray combined for probably seventy five percent of that, because they got whatever they wanted offensively, especially early in this game. They, their feet were touching that paint every single offensive possession, and so they were really the aggressors tonight. And because the three pointers weren't weren't falling, you had. Um, KCP and and Kate um, and Michael Porter Jr. going two for nine in game two. Well, in game three, they went 0 for five from downtown. Those are your, those are your top two three point gunners. And so again, Christian Brown coming in here and and really bailing those guys out. And he just did a great job just finding the seams in the defense, cutting in those open driving lanes, and just uh, just being aggressive, man. That last play, well, he went right into Jimmy Butler's chest and laid it up right mm. in right on him. In his building, that was a statement. That was a statement to Mike Malone, to Jimmy Butler, to those guys. Hey, Christian Brown, he he wants his minutes in this finals. He wants his say. 22 years old was very, very impressive and poised in a big spot where I thought, you know, Porter Jr., he was kind of flailing all over the place, even though in the yeah. third quarter, I thought he kind of settled down. He got after it on the boards a little bit, and then he, then he loses his jump ball to Gabe Vincent. I'm like, bro. We don't need that. Like, come on. And they didn't even show it, man. They bare, they didn't even show it on TV. They, they didn't even show it. And Gabe Vincent wins the, the the jump ball. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. You didn't show that one? Yikes. Yeah. Better, better yet, got to thank the, the crew for not showing that one for MPJ. But, hey, is what it is, man. You talk about two for 11 between Michael Porter Jr. and Gatavius Caldwell-Pope. That is, that is nasty, man, considering how they were playing so well on the last series. Yeah. And then Brown, man, you, you talked about, look, Mike Malone went seven last series against the Lakers. Brown wants to make sure that he is part of whatever the Nuggets are doing, and he's earning every minute so far. 19 minutes, seven for eight from the field. Made his sole free throw, four rebounds, one assist, one steal. Dude is just active. You got to like how he's playing the game with the 15 points. So, look, good game by by the Nuggets uh, for Miami. I think what really changed for them is when Gabe Vincent got into foul trouble in the third in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. Because you had the back to back between Jamal Murray because he's been he's been impactful game one and game two. Right, you talk about having twenty three points last game, nineteen points I believe the game before that, and when you see in this in the second quarter he gets the foul on Jamal Murray, not great. Yeah, it's the dead which. Yeah, that could have gone. That could have gone. Some of them, going, some of them were really yeah, light yeah. for the playoffs. Some of those calls yeah. were really light for the playoffs. Yeah, 
Um, the one that should not have been called a foul was where Aaron Gordon ran into Gabe Vincent. That was, that was when he checked call. right back in. That was his third foul in the second quarter. And that I think that at that point just threw him out of his entire rhythm. But the second one was when he grabbed the uh the was it uh Jokic's leg. And that was like right after the Jamal Murray one. It's like, dude, you you gotta know the situation. You got Tony Brothers out there, he's gonna call everything. Uh but for that, I think when you lose Gabe Vincent for how instrumental he was, and then you only have him going two for ten from the field, seven points. Yeah, yeah, that's not you're missing like a key contributor to what the Heat were doing the last couple of games. So that's really for them. You talk about not having an offense, Gabe Vincent being thrown out of rhythm, three point shooting was not there for Miami tonight. This is all just a recipe for the Miami Heat losing this one. Yeah, Heat fans hit the exits early. That's what I like. That's what I like to typical. See. Typical. Oh, I'm sorry. This is not Knicks fan TV. This is not Knicks fan TV. This is not Knicks fan TV. This is the NBA report. I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. That's right. Let's let's. I got the I got the Knicks head turned around. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll we'll settle down. Let's settle down. Um, I just thought that insult everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Phone lines are up, man. Six five seven three eight three one five zero nine. If you want to get your thoughts in on this game, Jokic and Murray dominating the Miami Heat in Game Three. Nuggets win one hundred nine to ninety four. Jokic and Murray combining for sixty six points and thirty one boards and how many assists? Twenty assists. There you go. That's how you lead. You lead by example. They set the tone early and never relented. And give credit to Malone because both of these guys, uh, Murray 45 minutes, Jokic 44 minutes. And if you go back to game two, it's a little bit more than they logged in game two. Uh, If you look at game two, Murray had uh, Murray played 39 minutes. 42 for the Joker. So a little bit more minutes for those guys. And you saw that, especially in the first quarter where Murray was out there for a little bit longer than, uh, than usual. So you figure Malone was going to go with those guys for a little bit longer period of time. And, and they needed it uh, because as you said, they also needed a, a, some, some consistency from a playmaking standpoint. You did talk about Reggie Jackson in the pregame. In the pregame, he did get a couple <laughs> minutes. He did get a spell. He jumped. I, I was in. like, "Ooh, am I about to see this uh, play through?" No, just yeah, it's all good though. It's yeah, good. yeah. He 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 did get in for a little bit, but um, you know, uh, like I said, they did go with with Joe Jokic and Murray for a little bit longer in terms of the minutes. And even though he had seven turnovers, I like the way Murray was handling the heat pressure on the traps and really just being patient with the offense. And once he had two on him, Jokic had one on him or he would find, you know, Christian Brown on the weak side. I like the way that he was operating very patiently against at times a stingy heat defense. I like the way Murray was cooking, man. Um, And, and you, you just, he knew he said after game two, that he needed to make his adjustments. He didn't necessarily say that he needed to be aggressive. He just said he needed to just make a little bit more adjustments here and there and get him back in. But from the opening tip, he he was a dynamo for them, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, when you you watch both of these guys play, right, between Murray and Jokic, and you just see the facilitating between them and how they just – the pick and roll was just on point tonight. That was something that they really weren't able to execute on last game. Today – Right from the opening jump, uh, you saw Murray and Jokic ran a pick and roll against Butler and Bam. You get uh, Butler onto Jokic, and Jokic is able to get it easy too because he has that shooter's touch around the rim. So 
it was stuff like that, just getting back into rhythm, getting back to the basics for the Nuggets, which really set them in the position to take, you know, take a strong commit, take take control of this game. Not a strong commanding lead, not until like the third quarter where they start to get the 11 points, yeah. but they were just able to get into their offensive rhythm, man. That's what we talked about earlier today. Like they, if they, once this team facilitates, gets everybody else involved, right? Just to keep the opponent honest, then they can really start doing their damage. And we see that. Talk about 20 assists. It's crazy, man. Jokic is crazy, bro. Thir- three triple doubles. Yeah. First player to have a 30, 20, 10 triple double. Yeah. Yeah. In the finals. Yeah. And, and in the playoffs, Three 30, 20, 10 triple doubles. First one to do it in the finals. Chamberlain had one. Kareem had one. Incredible. Jokic I mean, special, he's, he's surpassing the records of two of the greatest big men that ever played the game. He's making it look easy, too. And making it look very easy. Making, making it look very, very easy, man. Easy. I mean, his touch around the rim. It's insane. It's never, it's never long. Like it's never just like ricocheting off the back rim and just way off. It's always on target. Sometimes it could be a little bit soft, but it's, it's right there. I don't know how he does it, man. I really don't know how he does it because sometimes I'm like his shot. Like it's, it's, it looks a little wonky. Like when he shoots. Yeah. But it's still just, it just hangs on the rim and just somehow Figures out a way to to fall, and yo, you you can't teach a shooter's touch like that. He's just phenomenal the way that he plays, man. I mean, he didn't even have to shoot the three ball that much. He took two shots from downtown, hit one, and all the damage that he did was like fifteen feet in. You know, he was really taking advantage of the mismatches. He was making Bam Adebayo work. This is what you want to see from your superstar, where it's like I'm going to get to my spot where I want to, and you're not going to stop me because when you can do that then you're making the defense bend to your will. And then it forces everyone else to have to figure out how do you adjust. And for Jokic, man, you're going to need this type of consistency, not the 41 point performance, but this type of consistency where it's like the facilitating and the scoring, but you also need Murray uh, to show up like he did tonight. Yeah. So absolutely. it's, It's, it's crazy. You just need more from KCP and Michael Porter because I don't. You can't just trust Christian no, Brown to be no. playing like this. Even like Bruce Brown, you need him to step up a little bit more to, for what he did. Like defensively, he was fine, but between him, Caldwell Pope, uh, Porter Jr., these guys got to make an impact on offense. Yeah. Otherwise, this will be a struggle. Yeah. No question about it. You said it, man. I also love the fact with Denver, they they got back to dominating with their size as they did in game one from the Mm -hmm. opening tip, whether it was on the mismatches on the cross matches, getting their guys onto the smaller guys, you know, taking advantage of Jokic on the smaller matchups, whether it was Vincent on them, sometimes it might be Lowry on them or, or Aaron Gordon or what they were doing in transition, getting down in transition and sealing on the smaller players because they had the mismatch down there. You saw Jokic, you saw Gordon doing that a lot in this game. I thought mm-hmm. they did a great job of doing that. Just very, very easy, you know, fundamental basketball. You have to size over this guy, dump it down to, to your guy and, and get an easy bucket. I thought they did that very, very easily. That led to their 60 points in the paint. 
And that's what mm-hmm. something that we saw in game one was them really, really utilizing their size to dominate the heat in this game. And they got back to that in game one and did the same thing here in game two, man. Absolutely. You know, when I look at this, when I look at this, 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 this team, man, like there's a moment that I was a little concerned for Denver actually when they triple teamed Jimmy Butler. And then you had that, I don't know if you saw, like it was Jimmy went to the left side. He was attacking from the left wing, drives in a little bit, gets around 15 feet. You see the triple team. Then he kicks it out to Caleb, to, uh, yeah, Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin does a pump fake, one dribble in, finds Max Struess, who drains the three on the right, on the right yeah. wing. Stuff like that for Denver, they got to be they got to be careful, man, because they cannot overcommit to somebody like Jimmy Butler. I get that yeah. you don't want their superstar to get into a rhythm and really do the same thing that you could, can do, which is just bend your defense and you got to figure things out and then you're throwing everything against the wall. But you also got to be on the lookout for the other role players for the Miami Heat because even though tonight Gabe Vincent didn't show up, these are guys who've been known to show up throughout this entire playoff run for this Miami Heat team. So I don't see the need to triple Jimmy at this point. Uh, I understand doubling, but triple teaming, I don't even really think you need to double that much. Yeah. But I think everyone needs to just stay home because you can't give Struess, uh, Martin, any any room for daylight because they're going to be able to drill those threes. Yeah, no, no question about it, man. And, um, you know, for Miami... Uh, you, you, we will. I'm sure we will hear the hero question come about tomorrow on the morning after the water yeah. cooler talk. Should they bring him back? Should they not? Game four Friday. What are, you, what are you thinking, man? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Ooh, it's tough, man, because that play that I told you, Miami took the lead. You know what I mean? They took the lead at that point. And then it was after that Denver goes on an 8-0, on a, I think it was an 8-0 run. They respond. But I don't know, man. I, I still am, if I'm Miami, I'm probably not looking towards Hero yet. I know this is a pivotal game four, but I'm probably not just because there were moments, even with the closing couple of minutes of this game, I'm like, are they really about to do something right here? Yeah. Because it looked like they were waving the white flag. Then they bring, they don't bring Butler back in. They bring in Lowry, and I'm like, are you guys really trying to make something happen with two minutes to go? And this is a Heat team that could potentially do that. Yeah. But I'm still, like, if you're at Miami, I'm not, I don't want to ruin the chemistry just yet. I think he's, I think he's on deck for game four. And I'm saying that because if Miami goes down, it really goes haywire. Like what we saw in the third quarter again, then I could say, I could see, let's try to figure this out. Let's try to get a hero in here. Maybe you bring him in early. You say, hey, we're just testing the waters mm-hmm. a little bit just to give him some rhythm. But if things start to get go haywire again, like in the third quarter, I could see him getting some uh, some solid minutes in game four. Yeah, yeah, gonna be uh, gonna be interesting to see, man. You know, uh, the Miami Heat, a red hot team in the fourth quarter. Uh, Nuggets did win the fourth quarter by one point tonight. Nuggets won the fourth quarter by one point tonight. One hundred nine to ninety four. Nuggets take game three and come within two, two games of hosting up the Larry O'Brien trophy, man. And uh, Mike Malone called out his team after game two and they responded. Well, responded by their two leading guys, you know, putting it on the line. He's still, as we said, KCP still got to show up. Michael Porter Jr. has been in witness protection program since game one. Uh, but Christian Brown did show up, you know, Jeff Green, he, he you know, you can't expect too, too much from Jeff Green these days. No. But, yeah, the two guys were able to uh, to carry the load, man. Absolutely. Look, if the – I want to see – I'm curious to see what Spo does for Miami in game four. You know the adjustment to the adjustments coming. Uh, I'm just – I'm curious to see what he does to get his team back in there. And I wonder if he tells Jimmy, hey – I need you to be a little bit more aggressive now because we, we got something here on the line. And if you go down three, one in your own building, then you got to go back to Denver. Yeah. That's right. steep. Yeah. That's steep. Yeah. No, no, they, uh, they've got to come out the desperate team. They've got to, again, switch the tone up, come out as a desperate team on, uh, on Friday. And they got to knock down their threes, man. You know, not to make it as simple as it sounds, but in game two, they shot damn near 50% from three, 48.6% from three. And for them, that is going to be very key, especially when they don't have the, you know, the the star power as the Denver Nuggets do. Yes, Butler and, and Bam are, are, are great players in their own right, all-stars in their own right. Jokic and Murray are playing at a, at a different level right now. Miami's going to have to counter that by by making their threes. And tonight it just wasn't there. As we said, I thought, you know, um, 
losing Vincent to the foul trouble that threw him off his game. Struce did start the game off very well. I thought Struce did a good job both as a facilitator and knocking mm-hmm. down shots. But, um, you know, third quarter, they just didn't have much of a flow in their offense, and things got out of hand quite quickly. Denver was able to extend the lead, and before you know it, this thing was uh, this, this thing. The fans were headed for the for the exits. They were headed to the beach, going to South Beach to go get some margaritas or something. I don't know. They going to Wet Willies or something, or Cleveland or whatever. And uh, yeah, that that was it, man. That was all she wrote. But Struce did have five dimes, three points. He got his one three in the first quarter. But that was it, man. Only one for four. Only one for seven from the field. One for four from downtown. Gave Vincent one for six from downtown. It's not going to get it done, man. They they are going to have to uh, to knock down some shots, man. What's crazy is that you say that they got to knock down shots from three, but they still beat the Denver Nuggets from shooting from from distance tonight. You know they yes, shot thirty one point four percent, twenty seven point eight for Denver. Denver. Those everyone was just able to feast in the paint tonight. Yeah, that's the difference. That's so, the difference. Yeah, and and it shows you, man. For a team where we talk about shooting and being able to knock down threes, now don't get it twisted. Like the guys who you look to sh- knock down their shots, knock down their shots. You know, Jamal Murray went three for six from downtown. That's who you're looking for. Who got you uh, 34 points tonight? Yeah, but um, you need a good team effort. When you talk about needing a good team effort from shooting from three, this just shows you that. Yeah, it's different that they got Jokic, but you can still figure out a way to win if you're not hitting from downtown. And that's what the Nuggets were able to show tonight. Dominant, dominant performance, man. Let's go to the phones, man. Call us up, 657-383-1509. Kicking us off, area code 917. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Yo, it's JJ from Brooklyn. What's JJ good, my guys? from How guys Brooklyn. Doing, How you feeling, salute. man? Salute, what salute, up? man. Feeling good, man. Anytime that he lose. It's a good thing, but um, two two thirty point triple doubles. That's that's insane, man. Yeah, that's just crazy. You know, you could just see how much better they are when Jokic is scoring, but you know he's dropping dimes. That's why I don't get why Spolstra kind of got upset at that because that's just the fact. They're better when Jokic is you know five assists. And but what I was really calling, I wanted to give a lot of credit to the Nuggets unsung here all year. What Aaron Gordon does for that team. He's just the heart of that team defensively, man. Like, he shut down KD versus Phoenix. You could put that guy on pretty much one through five. Yeah. He's just an incredible defender, man, because their stars aren't, like, elite defenders, not even close. What he does for that team is just – it's really unsung, and he's he's just the glue of that team defensively, you know, defensively. I know he doesn't put up huge stat lines, but if you take Aaron Gordon off that team – they're not going to be the same team, man. But, yeah, that's all yeah. I really got, man. Keep up the great work, guys. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the call, man. Well, you, you, every team needs, it. needs a guy that's going to do that dirty work, right? For the Heat, it's Bam. And even though you've seen Jokic put up historic GOAT Hall of Fame numbers, there's, there's nobody that can stop him. I still feel like Bam, especially on the offensive side and getting after it on the boards, I still feel like Bam is having a great series. But everybody needs that guy to do the dirty work. And for the Nuggets, it's obviously been Aaron Gordon. Right, first round, he had to check Carl Anthony Towns. Then he had to check KD. Then he had to check LeBron. This this time, he's checking Jimmy Butler. And sometimes people forget this guy was top ten pick in the draft, number one option for the Orlando Magic. So 
he, he knows what to do. He might not have played in a lot of big time games. This is this is his second year of playoff action, but he's a savvy, he's a capable player. He's a strong player, has size, is versatile, has the athleticism, is a great cutter. Him and Jokic have, have improved their chemistry since he's gotten yes. there. And I, I just like the way that he was pushing the tempo in transition, finding the mismatches, taking advantage of him as he did in game one. And just really just being as aggressive as he could, you know, playing his role, being aggressive as he could. And he finished the game tonight with uh, what Gordon finished with 11 points, plus 16, a team high plus 16, five of 10 from the field, 10 boards, five assists, one steal, getting it done across the stat sheet tonight. Yeah, excellent game from Aaron Gordon. I'm glad that JJ brought him up because, look, you're talking about the fourth overall pick in the 2014 draft, CP. And to see, and this is where you talk about players going on different career arcs, seeing like how they could be utilized throughout the NBA. And just because you're a first overall pick and uh, selected so highly, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be the guy, right? And that doesn't necessarily mean you will be the guy. Look, Lonzo Ball is a guy who was taken number two overall. And I know he's gone through a lot of injuries. We don't even know what his future will be in this league. But you see how important he is as a role player for the Chicago Bulls and how that offense was. Just make he just makes that offense go right. We had Corey Tulliba, Bulls fan on mm-hmm. on uh, on Knicks fan TV breaking down some of the prospects, and he said, "Hey, without Lonzo, he's the key. He's the engine that really makes everything flow because he's just that connector." And for Aaron Gordon at this point, even though he's not necessarily a connector, even though he got the he got the five assists tonight, he's still somebody who just can play a solid overall four game. And you talk about the defensive versatility, a guy who's six eight. 235, you talk about how he's guarding Jimmy, he's guarding KD. He can guard anybody, Yeah. right? And to have somebody like that as a switch army knife, this is the stuff that you wanted, that you saw from Draymond on the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, it's true story. And this is where you look at the four. And for me, when I look at the power forward position, you just need a guy who's just well-versed, man, who can do a lot of different things. He, got, he has to be that gritty guy that, you know, hey, I need you to guard someone on the perimeter. Got you. I need you to be a big man in the paint. Play small ball. Got you. And that's what Aaron Gordon could do. Yeah. Whether it when you take Jokic off and you have Aaron Gordon out there, he can guard Bam. You know? So that Aaron Gordon, man, definitely an unsung hero. Definitely a great trade acquisition for the Denver Nuggets. And you're seeing how big he's been throughout this entire playoff run for this team. Absolutely, man. Absolutely right. And uh, as you said, a glue guy. A guy who, when you when you look at roster construction and building a team, complementary pieces, you can get it done on the inside. He's capable of spacing the floor. You saw some great passes tonight. What? How many? How many assists did I say yeah tonight? Five. Five. Five assists tonight, including including uh, one of those nice ones on a, on a Christian Brown cut, making mm-hmm. smart plays, making smart plays, not trying to overdo it. Settled into his role. And uh, and had a nice nice game tonight to uh, to help the squad secure the victory. Back to the phones we go, man. Area code five eight five. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Uh, it's uh, Nate from Rochester. What the hell are you doing? Man? Nate, what's good, my guy? How you feeling, bro? Hey, I'm feeling all right, man. I uh, hope y'all are breathing all right. I was uh, about to say. I was about to say, man. <laughs> are you chiefing heavy up there? What's going on up there, man? Yeah, I'm I'm indoors and I'm you know I'm just uh, I'm not exercising. You know, I'm trying to keep trying to stay straight. You know, but you know. Yeah. Man, on the on the game, man. Uh, I honestly, with uh Miami, 
they really have no shot unless they're shooting like they did in game two because you can't stop that Jokic party. Yeah, two man game. It is absolutely nuts what they're doing. Yeah, you know, you know, like you try to look at even looking at game two, they say, "Oh yeah, we stopped Jokic from getting assists." It's like, yeah, but it was still a three point game, and you know, it took a 50-50-90 shooting game from Miami just to only win by three. True. So you know, it's it's really just a mismatch because Miami has they're just smaller. You know, they're not as strong. They're not really crashing the boards as much as they did in the earlier rounds. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to take a miracle for them. There's a lot lot that has to go well for Miami to get it done. Yeah, I'm not ruling it out. But, you know, if if you ask me to bet money, I I don't see it happening. Um, But, yeah, that's all I really got, man. You know, I'm I'm glad to see you expanding into – both of y'all expanding into – to, uh, general NBA stuff. Um, Appreciate hope it. for good things for this channel. But yeah, y'all take it easy, man. Appreciate it, man. Nate from Rochester on the check-in, man. Salute to everybody on the KFTV side coming through for the support. Yeah, man, we getting it out the mud, building this thing out from the ground up, ladies and gentlemen. So salute to everybody that's from Rocker with us. Um, but yeah, as he said, Al, I just feel like for the Heat, they have to, they need everything to go right because... Denver, you didn't even get Denver's A. You got you got Jokic and Murray's A game, which is always good enough for them to win. But you didn't get a full team A game from the Nuggets. They left some things out there. For Miami, you need everything to go right, like it did for them in in uh, game two, right? The three balls, yeah. they're, they're knocking their three balls down. Vincent Struess, Duncan Robinson were chipping in, helping Butler, helping Bam. Like that, that they needed like a five six man effort. Kyle Lowry, like they needed a five, six man effort just to get it done for the Nuggets. They can afford to have, you know, a KCP MPJ have these off games because Murray and Jokic can be as dominant as they were tonight. But for Miami, it's got to be the complete opposite. They, they've got to play damn near perfect to win. Yeah, and it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, we've seen that before. We've seen them go against talented teams. And just everyone show up. We saw that against Boston. We we saw that against Milwaukee. So the Miami Heat can do it. Um, like I said, I'm 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 looking for Game Four, man, to see that will be the real tall tale sign if we get a seven game series or not. Because if Miami can come out in that one and, and really pull it out and play the team basketball that we're that we're you know accustomed to seeing this entire run. Then yeah, then we can get a we can get we're gonna get a good seven game series in my opinion. Yeah. If not, there's no way you could sell me on Miami going back to Denver, high altitude, and these guys ready to play on Nuggets home court, where the Nuggets are gonna look to close this thing out and just be over with. Because we've heard it from everybody, man. Where if the longer this series goes on, the more in favor it is for Miami, right? Yep. You see it tonight. Look, they brought Reggie Jackson in for one minute. I thought he was going to get a little bit more run than he did, but still, you're relying on eight guys for the Denver Nuggets. Miami's still rolling out there with nine, ten guys. The depth's going to come into some point, come into play at some point, and what we've seen from this Miami Heat team, it's only a matter of time until you get a Caleb Martin game, until you get a Gabe, another Gabe Vincent game who's been playing solid for you, and if you give Jimmy that much more time, this is that's the type of stuff that they like to run, to play, man. The Miami Heat love these games where everyone's starting to get tired. They can muck it all up. It's just a slug fest. It's not gonna be pretty. Although 
Miami, though, they 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 can shoot. They have shown they can shoot well, but that's the type of stuff they really look for. Yeah, no no question about it, man. Um, let, let's take a look at this uh, Christian Brown interview. Speaking of altitude, it's courtesy of Altitude TV. Let's uh, let's hear what Christian Brown had to say on this big night. Fifteen points in nineteen minutes. Unsung hero of the night, man. A number twenty one pick in the draft. Twenty two years old. Christian Brown, here we go. Christian, you all were very unhappy with the way that game two went, but more than that, the way you guys played in that game two, how did you get right to get this win, particularly in the second half? I mean, just take it possession by possession. Um, obviously, we made a lot of mistakes last game. I think we uh, minimized our mistakes this game. Didn't close it how we wanted to close it, but a win's a win. Nicole Jokic, a 30-20-10 triple-double. Jamal Murray, a triple-double tonight. What's it like playing with those two and watching their greatness? I mean, they make me look a lot better, obviously. Um, um, so just getting to share the court with them, just all the guys. Um, obviously, that's who they are, and that's what we expect from them. Uh, so it's nothing different than it's been, you know, all year. Um, just to see them do that on this stage is obviously great. For you, you've talked all season long about how this team lets you be you. What version of you did we see tonight? I mean, like I said, that was just, you know, cutting, making plays off the other guys. Like I said, uh, you know, the credit goes to Nicole and Jamal for getting me open and uh, just let me be me, and uh, that's what I appreciate about this team. And um, we're two wins away um, for what, what our goal was, and we're still not. We haven't done anything yet. Um, we're almost there. How good did it feel to get that seal? And then finish it with a dunk in transition and yell at the Heat fans a little bit. I mean, it felt great. Um, like I said, those are the plays I like to make. Um, and to be able to yell and show my personality a little bit, um, obviously what I love to do. So, like I said, we haven't done anything yet. Um, that's a win we really needed. Um, and just to win it in the way we did, uh, winning on defense obviously feels great. All right. It's Christian Brown, courtesy of Altitude TV. Monster game for this kid, man. Monster game. Um, you know, just, just came off aggressive, just right off the rip, man aggressive and just went went right at it played a confident game you know a confident smart game floor balance was good that's what they needed man great game by christian brown that's exactly what they needed uh because you need somebody who's just not afraid man in these high pressure moments and that's what he gave you tonight yep. so it's a solid game by christian brown can he replicate that for game four you know he's been he's been on and off throughout this playoff series, but throughout the playoff run, not the not this series in particular. But you want to see if you want to see as a young player for him, you like seeing this because it gives you confidence going to the next game, right? Mm-hmm. And for your coach to trust you in these high pressure moments to allow you to be that impactful, you can only imagine for Game Four that he's going to go out there with the same confidence, be ready to play. So it's good. It's a good moment for him, man. Good learning experience for him. Good to add to his career. Nuggets defeat the Heat in game three of the NBA Finals, man. 109 to 94. Pull within two games of Hoist Stump the Larry O'Brien trophy, man. This is the NBA report post game live. CP the franchise, Al Shataros on the ones and twos. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. Let's get those likes up. We got to tap into the algorithm, man. It's a brand new channel. So we got to tap into the algorithm, man. Let the people know. Number one show for the fans by the fans is here. And the only post game show. That takes caller reactions from the fans, Al. You know, all these shows, mm. a lot of shows, right? We're in a very competitive space right now. But of, you look around all these shows, and everybody just wants the host to yak, yak, yak all night long. We want to hear from the fans. We want to hear from the people, right? This is the lifeblood of sports. The number one investors are the product. We want to hear from the fans. The people watch the game. 
This is a community affair. So just remember that, people. For some of you new viewers that are watching this, yeah, there's a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of places to go. But who wants to hear from the fans the most important component of sports? There you go. Um, Absolutely. On, on the Brown thing, I think it's very interesting when you look at both coaches and both of us were Knicks fans. We covered the Knicks for Knicks fan TV. We look at how a guy like a Tom Thibodeau is so locked into his rotation, right? Very locked in. It's nine. This is my nine. These are my guys. Struggling, doing well. Doesn't matter. You know, you're in. But you look at Spolstra and now even Malone, because Christian Brown, he, he wasn't getting consistent minutes. No. Right? Spolstra is not afraid to DMP a Kevin Love in game one and start him in two and three. You got you got Haywood Highsmith. He'll get minutes in the Boston series. He got more minutes in this series. Uh, it's been a little bit less. So you even saw Reggie Brown, uh, Reggie Jackson, as you said, in this game. So, you know, both coaches not afraid and trusting, you know, you know not afraid to to trust their uh, their their rotation players to go out there and 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 play their roles to deliver something for their team. Yeah, and look, you need that type of flexibility on this it, when it gets to the playoffs, man. You need that flexibility in general during the regular season. You got to experiment, tinker with the lineups, go into a team like the Boston Celtics. This is why people love Brad Stevens when he was the head coach because he just throw out crazy kooky lineups sometimes. They said he was a little too experimental to the sense where it was a detriment because no one could get into a consistent rhythm. And while you watch someone like Tom Thibodeau who has his nine and it's like the same pattern all the time, right? It's the same pattern. You know who's coming when, who's get, who, who's exiting when, you know what five it is every single time. And you can kind of predict who's going to close too. There's like a very, there's like, it is almost too formulaic to a, to a fault. But when you watch these guys, whether it's Spolstra, Malone, the flexibility in trusting players in different situations in, in a high pressure moment makes for a better team. And you need that type of flexibility, man. You need that type of creativity because you just never know who's going to have it. This is why, you know, when we hear from the fans, it's like, why didn't we go to Evan Fournier, right, covering the Knicks? Why didn't they, why didn't they give Evan Fournier? Why didn't they give Derrick Rose a chance, you know? Uh, that's the stuff that you ask yourself, like, why, why not? Why not see where you can go there? I'm not asking for it, but it's understandable because you watch another team and you're like, wait a minute, Duncan Robinson's back in the rotation? He wasn't even playing. Yeah. So you you for coaching, it's it's important to have that flexibility just in life, right? You want you need to have that flexibility in life. And these coaches are just showing you why you got to be flexible when it comes to the playoffs. True indeed. Well said, man. Well said. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh NBA report post game live, man. CP the franchise, Alex Tars on the ones and twos, having a great show so far. Nuggets sending a message in game three. That game two was just a fluke, man. 109-94, sending a statement to the Miami Heat. They better get it together. Maybe they need to call Hero. Uh, maybe they they maybe they need to see if Neymar could hoop a little bit. You know, Neymar was there supporting this guy, Jimmy Butler. Maybe they see that. Paul Pac was in the game. A lot of a lot of soccer heads uh at the game, especially with the news of Messi going, going to Miami to uh going to Miami to uh I don't know, do MLS things, whatever that means. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a World Cup front runner, man. You know, all this stuff like you know, Messi's coming to Miami. 
I don't care, man. Whatever. So, <laughs> the most boring game in the history of civilization. I like the World Cup, though. I do like the World Cup. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I do like the World Cup, man. But, I, I mean. We don't, I hope we're not losing people right now talking about soccer. Like uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Oosh. man. You, you're not going to catch me watching no ML, MLS game. I'd, ra- I'd rather watch a, a you're baseball You're not a game. hooligan, CP. I'd, I'd, ra- I'd, I'd rather watch, like, the St. Louis Cardinals versus the Miami Marlins baseball game or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Get out of here. Yo, I'm sorry, man. I just I just I just can't get into it, man. You know, World Cup is fire. Cardinals like against the Miami Marlins. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I've never watched a single MLS game in my life. NYCFC, none of that stuff. I'm good, man. Teach his own. You know, people are into it. They're getting a big following, and and I hope that he comes here and continues to grow the game. You know, Beckham came to LA. He was with the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. They had uh Ibrahimovic was with the Galaxy. So that's that's good, man. I'm not even going to act like I'm a big MLS guy. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny that you would say the St. Louis Cardinals. I don't know. I'm just saying. And the, yeah. And, and, and the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, that's even I'd worse. actually, I'd flip on a soccer game before. I nah, yeah, that. you're right. Come you're on, right. Man. I probably would. I probably would. <laughs> anyway, man, Jokic and Murray, the first duo with 30-point triple-doubles, man. Jokic 32, 21, and 10. Murray 34, 10, and 10. They're becoming a dynamic duo, man. I mean, who's a better duo in the league right now than Jokic and Murray, man? I mean, KD and Booker didn't have enough time. Steph and Clay are, are coming to an end. Yep. Steph, you know, you know, Steph can still handle his own, but Clay's not not the same. Yeah, he's not the same. Uh, who's in, who's the number one duo in the league? You know, Kyrie and Luca never were. I mean, that's not going to work. I don't think they're going to. You know, you, you know, you know, Boston's trying to prop up the Tatum and Brown duo. Yeah, but not. I mean, these guys have complete games, right? Yeah, Tatum no, and it, Brown it, it, scores. Much different. I much agree. different. I agree. Much different. I, I, man, this might be. It's actually really nice to see the NBA t- with duos now more than like the big three. Big three. I think that's cool, just for for, for parity reasons, but. I don't know, man. I think I think it might be that. I think it might be Murray and Jokic just because how many times do we watch two stars on the court being able to work off each other's game like they do? It is on another yeah. level. Yeah. The fact that you can throw them in a pick and roll, and I'm like, either way, it's a lose-lose situation. Like, just talked about it earlier in the first quarter. You, did, you ran a pick and roll with Murray and Jokic. You get Butler on Jokic, and it's like, that's still a mismatch. I honestly would have thought against Murray and Bam, that's a mismatch. Yeah. I think either way, you know, the shot creation by Jamal Murray, uh, he doesn't need a screen to create his own shot. You watch for Jokic, he can just bully anybody down the paint like he did to Butler. It's tough, man. I, I don't know yeah. if anyone, I don't know. And, and the pairing is good too, right? Everyone talks about having wings, 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 but talk about a guard and a big man. That's yeah. like the iconic duo that you want. This this is Duncan Parker. This is Stockton Malone, you know? Kobe this, Shaq? The, I mean, the, the way that they're able to score, you know, it's different. It's different. It's it's different. Kobe and Shaq. Oh, yeah, it's, it's different. I'm just saying, yeah. you're talking about dynamic duos. Yes, like, yes, yes. The, 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 I'm thinking like iconic big man, guard, like you said, Stockton Malone. Thinking Kobe, Shaq, yeah. You can even, even say Kobe and Powell. Like you, I think duos like that, where it's like not, you know, because we see Clippers, it's like Kawhi and PG, Celtics, Jason, 
uh, Tatum and Brown. Like they really want to get the 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 perimeter players as a duo, but a big man and a guard. That's. It's very iconic. Man. Yeah. It's just very iconic. True indeed, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. If you guys are new in the chat, man, leave us a hashtag new. We will shout you guys out. Call us up, 657-383-1509. The best duos in the NBA right now. It's got to be Jokic and Murray, man, especially with Murray coming back from the ACL. It seems to be at full strength. I mean, talk about elite shot making. Some of the shots he made, especially the one shot where – it was almost like a turnaround jumper, but he was, like, leaning to the right. This was in the first quarter, a three-pointer, late in the shot clock. I mean, some of his shots were just so pure, man, and, and filthy. It's just ridiculous to watch this kid play. Um, Leonard and George, the, the they're the load managements. They're, they're not a duo. <laughs> the, the Los Angeles load managements, in, in, whether, it's, whether it's James and Davis or Leonard and George, nah, this, uh, nah, that, it's not them. Uh, Mitchell and Garland, nah, it's not them. It's not them. Brunson destroyed them single-handedly. Just throw the Brunson thing out there. That's why I got number 11. Um, Brunson and Randall? No, 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 no. God, I'm no. seeing it in the chat. I'm just, I'm just saying what's God, being no. said in the chat. How about, how about Giannis and Drew Holiday? Yeah, it's a good duo. That's a good duo. That's a good duo. Good duo. It's a very good duo. You know, um, Giannis, some may argue that it might be Chris Middleton and, and Giannis, but I understand but, that Chris Middleton was dealing with injuries, and Drew has been the one who's been healthy. But you know, Drew, Drew can go out there. He can get you a fifty piece if he wants to. You know what I'm he saying? Yep. Like he, he, they, he's known for 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 being cerebral and a great defender and a great overall point guard. But Drew could go out there and get you a forty piece if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good duo. That's, that, a, good that's duo. a that's a that's a formidable duo. He did drop fifty one, and Drew Holiday did drop fifty one on the Pacers this year, for sure. I know everyone wants to say Ingram and Zion. Uh, <laughs> oh man, everybody wants to talk about Zion these today. Jeez. We are not talking about Zion. Today. I can't talk about Zion these days, man. We are not talking. Uh, no, that's not. <laughs> Can, cannot talk about Zion, man. I, uh, yeah, can't talk about Zion. Uh, I think Giannis and, and Holiday are close at full when they're healthy. Tatum and Brown, just not as complete as Jokic and Murray. Harden and Embiid? It's close. I think it's close. Actually, what Murray and Jokic are is what everyone expected Harden and <laughs> right, to be right, right, right. I I think it's I think it's it's close, but I'm still giving Jokic and Murray. The, Bradley the Beal and Kristaps uh, Porzingis. <laughs> uh, but I I am curious to see what a full season of Katie and Booker will look like. Obviously, it'll be buckets, braining buckets. But I'd like to see what they look like together. Can KD string together a full season, 82 games or close to it? Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens there. But I think we settled it. I think it's I think it's Giannis and Drew. Even though, because like you said, when you when you throw Middleton in the picture, it takes the offensive 
load off of Drew Holiday's shoulders. He doesn't have to necessarily be a scorer, whereas Murray has to be a scorer for Denver to win. Drew Holiday doesn't have to necessarily be a scorer for the Bucs to win if you have a healthy Middleton, if you have Giannis, their supporting cast, right? You don't, you don't need that, that much scoring punch from Drew Holiday necessarily, but you do need that for Jamal Murray. I like what Abraham in the chat said. Fox and Sabonis. That's someone we actually mm. got to put some. That's a good one. Okay. That's you you got to put yeah. one. Okay. We got to put some, some respect that on That one needs respect. That one, that, that that one deserves respect. I like that. Salute to Abraham in the chat. That one definitely mm. de- deserves some respect. Yeah, man. I, there's yeah. some duos out there, but I don't. It's interesting. Like the level of duos. Yeah. Like I think it actually might be Murray and Jokic at the top at this point. I think when it's all said and done and they are hosting the trophy up, they, they will be. They will be those guys, man. They will absolutely be those guys because there was literally nothing that uh, that he could do tonight to slow these guys down. They were that determined to go out there and kill, and that they did. Did we talk about Bam and Jimmy as a duo? Because that's, a, um, that's a They deserve respect. They deserve, they deserve respect. respect. Yeah. They definitely deserve respect. I like Bram's approach in these playoffs. He's always been knocked for his consistency and, and the inconsistent uh, aggression in which he, he, he puts forth in, the, in these series, in these games. I think he's been great. From the opening tip, he did his best to try to go at Joker. He missed a couple bunnies at the rim, but he was in attack mode. He was in attack mode. He was always trying to get there. His mid-range has been really good. Mm-hmm. Been really good knocking down the mid range, shooting over guys. I like his shooting. I like his his shooting form. Uh, so I, I just like his his whole approach to this playoff. He's really playing well, especially on the offensive side. Uh, he's a gifted passer, very skilled passer. You know Butler. Butler. You know it's it obviously he's on the other side of his prime, but still playing at a high level, very high level. So yeah, they deserve respect. I, I would put them top five. I would, I would still put them top five. Okay, uh, JJ. Uh, from Brooklyn in the chat saying Morant and Bain, or should we change it to Ja Wick and Bain? Ja Wick and <laughs> Smin Bain. Nah, need more saying <laughs> Natty Solo. Nate from Nate from uh, Rochester said Morant and the Blicky. <laughs> That's an inseparable <laughs> duo, whether it's real or a toy. Ja Morant and the Blicky. Never uh, leave Brad home without and- it, even though he don't need it. <laughs> that was the best one. Oh my god. <laughs> Never leave home without it. Inseparable, if you will. Oh, oh my, my god. <laughs> never leave home without it, he says. Never, never, never leave home without it, man. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys, man. Hit that like button. CP and Alex on the ones and twos, man. And uh, yeah, this is the game three wrap up. We'll be back at this on Friday. Great show, though, Al. Great show, man, for the post game. You know, I got you, bro. Yeah, man. We've been doing we've been doing the Monday, Wednesday, Friday circuit. Uh, I was just on the phone with a couple of important people. We are loading mm. up on the guests. Mm. I know you've been working on your end to get us some guests. Yes, sir. So we'll be back at it Friday during the day and uh, and for postgame Friday night, man. So like once again, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Number one show for the fans by the fans. 
We'll be back for game four post game and uh, and the daily show of uh, of NBA report, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to all the mods. TM. Uh, salute to Gamble. Salute to uh, JJ. Junior Karoma in here. Never misses a show. Gotcha. Open says RIP Iron Cheek. Yeah, man. Another wrestling legend. You know, it's funny. I was um A and E's been doing these WWE biographies. So as I've been in the off season from Knicks Fan TV, I've been catching up on TV. TV. Mm-hmm. And uh so so uh me me and Lady KF TV have been watching uh, con- uh Succession. I'm in I'm in the concept succession now. I'm catching up on that. Only first season. Okay. So no spoilers in the chat. But then I've been watching these WWE biographies, catching up on, on my childhood stuff. So but yesterday I I ran across the Iron Cheek one and I passed over it. I watched the one on Kane, which is a good one. Damn. And then I found and then we find out today the legendary Iron Cheek passed RC, man. away, man. The legend, the Cobra Clutch. Cobra Clutch, man. That was a filthy move, man. Yeah. R.I.P., man. Yeah. Before we get out of here, I, I know you went on the show. Or you had the, the the breaking news for Chris Paul being waived after we just yeah. talked about him. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Uh, what what do you think you, he ends up? I think he, I think he goes back to Phoenix on a cheaper deal. They need him. And Ooh, so your thing is just a wave just to get him on West on a lesser I, deal. I think so. I think it, I think it's it's just to get him on a cheaper deal. Uh, according to Woj, they want to bring him back on a cheaper deal. He's hoping to come back on a cheaper deal to stick with Katie and Book. He should go back, but he's got to they've got to start. He's got to start coming off the bench. He's got to start going into Lowry mode. Ooh. Come off the bench. And help the team that way. His durability has been questionable. And um, I think the Celtics would be a good pickup for him. I think I think they need a guy like that. Veteran mm. leadership, playmaking, no nonsense. You know, get, get these guys together. Tell Jalen Brown, we don't need that. What type of shot is that? They need that to hold somebody to hold them accountable. That, you know, that has that, res- commands that respect. I think, I think the Lakers, he could be the cheaper Kyrie alternative. Although they would still be the, the Los Angeles load management when you put in LeBron, who's going to be coming off a of foot surgery, and Anthony same, Davis. If same would go for him if he's hurt. Say that again? Same would go for him if he goes to the Clippers. That's Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Los Angeles load management. Either way. Either way, it's a risk. But I, I think Boston, Boston could really use him. If I think Philly could use him with or without Harden off the bench. A lot of Knicks fans trying to trying to figure out. You know, I'm in a group group chat on Twitter, and Knicks fans uh, talking about, yeah, we we need CP3 off the bench. What? That ship is that ship has sailed, man. <laughs> Five times the charm. He ain't coming. Nah, we nah, and and I saw the conversation of saying you put quickly to the side. You don't do that, man. You don't you don't promote quickly just to demote quickly. You no. allow him to to continue to learn from his mistakes at that point. Yeah. Uh, underrated team that he should probably think of? Timberwolves. But I know he wouldn't go there. I'm just I, Oh, he absolutely, they absolutely need him. Yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't thinking of them because they're just losers. <laughs> it won't happen. But I'm just saying that's the team that does that. Yeah. Because um, I'm just going off of what Chris Haynes' report was, was that he wants to play for a for contender. Sure. So that's why I, I took the Timberwolves completely out of it. But hey, what about the Kings maybe off the bench? Ooh, that'd be good. But they need more of a center, man. 
Yeah. They need more center. They yeah. they got their guard in Fox. I like uh, Malik Monk off the bench. They need more like the bonus is good. It's good for the regular season, but you started to see when they played the Warriors, they don't have like a true five that has that rim protection versatility that they need. So yeah. I think they should go in that direction. But as you as you know it did, Suns make sense for him. Uh probably the most sense. Just go back on a cheaper deal. Cause you need they need to build, man. They yeah. you just gave up everybody you gotta have to figure out how to sign. So you can't have all those contracts Big facts. On, on the books. Big facts, man. And um yeah, we'll see what's up, man. A great show. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat. Remember that these shows are available in audio podcast format, man. This show will be up in very, very soon in the Jiffy. It'll be right up there, man. So make sure you guys tap in on the audio podcast. And uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe. Very important. Tap into the algorithm. Number one show by the fans, by the by, for the fans, by the fans. That That's my brain working on three three shows today, Ben. Triple header. That's <laughs> This is what you got to do when you're getting out the mud. We working out here. All right. So I had a little, uh, my, my brain did a little Harlem shake. It's a little shimmy. I got to get some rest. A Harlem shake. It's oh, a, my God. It's a little Harlem shake. All right. So anyway, we out of here, man. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Like, share, subscribe. We out of here. Great show, Al. Peace. NBA Report. We out. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com